Coming up on today's Locked On Angels, are the Angels going to sign Carlos Rodon? Let's break it down, give you the positives, the negatives, and come to a conclusion at the end. That's all right now, making the case on Locked On Angels. You are Locked On Angels, your daily Los Angeles Angels podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Locked On Angels, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day every single day. I'm Steve Granado, your host. You can shoot me a follow over on Twitter at Steve Granado, G-R-A-N-A-D-O. This is our fourth Making the Case of the offseason, and we have struck out. We are 0 for 3 on Making the Case. We have done Robbie Ray, Max Scherzer, and Marcus Stroman. All obviously did not sign with the Angels, so we are going to try our hand here today at Carlos Rodon. In case you have not seen the Making the Case series, we are talking about all the free agents, all the trade targets of the offseason, breaking them down one by one to see the positives, negatives, and of course, coming to a conclusion at the end. And today we're going to look at Carlos Rodon. We will start with the positives and the case to sign him if you are the Angels. So let's go ahead and get started with that. Um, Again, Carlos Rodon, starting pitcher, has spent his entire career with the Chicago White Sox and had a bit of a resurgence in 2021. So let's make the case to sign him. Uh, Carlos Rodon was the third overall back in 2014 out of NC State. There were questions about his delivery back in 2014 out of NC State. Uh, Had some consistency issues with his leg extension, his arm angle, and his head movement. There was a lot of moving parts to his delivery, and again, that led to it being tougher for him to be consistent. So there was a legitimate debate whether he was going to be number one overall or not. He obviously was not. Ended up going three to the White Sox. So let's fast forward now from 2014 to 2021. And this is the year that felt like the breakout year for Carlos Rodon, a guy that has dealt with injuries in the past. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Um, But this is the year that scouts and the White Sox front office saw, they envisioned right back in 2014 when they ended up signing him uh, out of NC State. And and the numbers were great, right? Let's go ahead and dive into the numbers a little bit here. Uh, We'll talk about the numbers, some of the results that he had. And then, of course, uh, we'll we'll talk about his repertoire, what he throws. Um, Numbers were great. Best of his career, 0.957 whip. We talk about whip a lot here, and it's one of the stats that I care about most when evaluating a pitcher. Walks and hits per innings pitched. I know it's a, it's like on the fringe of stats that everybody knows, right? It's like ERA, wins, losses. That's the big one that ca- most casual fans know. And then you get to the deeper analytics and stuff. I feel like whip is right in the middle, easy enough to understand. How many base runners are you allowing on base per inning? And if that is sub one, that is elite. That is really, really good. So that's where we're looking at. Carlos Rodon, for the first time in his career, had a sub-1 whip, 0.957. That's really good. Obviously, the big one, ERA, everyone knows it, everyone loves it, 2.65. Great. Another great career number. Um, Those two numbers, obviously, really, really good. So we're talking about injuries again. We're going to get to that later, but... This was the second most innings he had ever pitched in a single season in his career, 132 and two-thirds. And if we're looking at from the Angels' front, that's the number, roughly, of where he would need to hit in 2022 with a six-man rotation, right? 130 to 150 is where the Angels might be looking at to get out of their starters, right? Shohei was at 130. So... And Shohei did have to bump a couple of starts back and that kind of thing. So maybe in the 150 range is is somewhere near the max of what you would be getting out of a full season of Carlos Rodon in a six-man rotation. 
not too bad, not too shabby. Um, he did miss a couple of outings uh, out in August. Again, we'll talk about that in a second. But the results were there. His first all-star nod, and he ended up finishing fifth in Cy Young. So take those accolades for what they're worth, but they're not nothing, right? Yes, the numbers I can look down and break down a little bit easier, but those awards, those accolades mean something went right, right? Something went right no matter however you look at it. Um, and as far as the results that he got in 2021, um, they're mostly evenly split. They have kind of stayed pretty consistent throughout his career. I'm talking about uh, fly balls, ground balls, line drives, that kind of thing. They're pretty consistent throughout his entire career. That is even with down years. That is with shortened years. So those have not fluctuated very much. The only thing that was really different in 2021, and this makes a lot of sense, line drives were down. So we gave up less line drives in 2021 than he done, had he had done in the past. Um, he slightly favors fly balls. Not, not a massive swing or anything, but it is slightly favored by a couple of percentage points. And uh, his hard hit percentage has not fluctuated much as well. The, again, the big difference is less line drives that he got this year. So how did he do that? What are the pitches that he's using? He added a curve in 2021, uh, first time in his career that he'd thrown a curveball, but he didn't use it a ton. Uh, only a couple of percentage points. Nothing to really ride home about. Nothing to really talk about because it was so infrequently used. But fastball mid 90s slider mid 80s change up mid 80s he relied on his fastball a little bit more in 2021 um but these numbers this repertoire has not really changed since NC State he he has kind of been the same pitcher for 7 plus years now you know since his college days in the NCAA to now so he's not changing much which you can view in a couple of ways right you can look at it as a good thing like we talked about with Marcus Stroman how that's a good thing for him and you could talk about that like it's a bad thing by saying that, you know, there's two sides of the coin there. You can go, well, he hasn't changed anything, so why would he expect things to, to you know, results to change? But they did change in 2021. Um, this is coming from MLB Trade Rumors just about the signability of Carlos Rodon. Um, this is coming from his agent, Scott Boris. Obviously, we're pursuing a multi-year contract and weren't going to sign a one-year contract because he did not get a qualifying offer from the Chicago White Sox, which means there is no trade, there is no draft pick tied to him. If the Angels ended up signing him, they would not have to give up a draft pick compensation. Um, so there was maybe some thoughts that he would come back to Chicago, but it doesn't look like that's going to be the case. Was he slash is he the Angels' first option? I think it's pretty safe to say that, no, that was not the case. It seemed like maybe Max Scherzer was probably their first option, at least the, from the rumors and how it all shook out at the end, but they obviously didn't get him. Um, the good thing about Carlos Rodon, he's still young, man. He still hasn't hit 30, and his upside is good. So if you are looking to give a multi-year contract to a guy that is riding high after 2021, yes, I know there's injury concerns that we're going to talk about, but a six-man rotation might work out really, really well for Carlos Rodon, a guy who has dealt with injuries, a guy that dealt with injuries towards the end of the year in August after a full slate of 2021. Maybe, maybe a six-man might work out really well, and maybe the Angels are looking at him and going, that's our guy.
This holiday season, grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar or even better than a candy bar. Built Bar is filled with so much holiday goodness, rich with decadent flavor, covered in chocolate. Amazingly, low in calories, sugar, net carbs, fat, and of course, high in protein. You get the best of both worlds, delicious and healthy. Built Bar gives you that extra fuel that you need to bust down those mall doors and battle the holiday shoppers. Or if you're standing in endless shopping lines, Built Bar can give you that extra something to keep you going. So throw one in your jacket or purse. You never know when you're going to need it. Tell Santa, I want Built Bars this year. They got a ton of different flavors, and you know them. Raspberry, mint brownie, cherry, double chocolate, cookies and cream, peanut butter brownie. And, of course, they got those new Built Bar Puffs. They're super light, fluffy, marshmallow Through and through, they got different flavors, and they're all covered in chocolate, and they taste so good you won't believe that they're filled with protein. I got a promo code for you. It's Built.com. Use promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. That's Built.com, and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. Thank you, Built Bar. You know we love you. All right, this episode is also brought to you by Fantrax. It's been a very interesting offseason to say the least, but it won't be long before pitchers and catchers report. I'm going to give you the inside track on the absolute best fantasy baseball platform in the industry. It's Fantrax. It's the most customizable MLB fantasy platform in the industry, offering the greatest fantasy experience for your dynasty keeper, redraft, and best ball leagues. I know everybody has their preferred, so Fantrax has them all. Create or join a Fantasy Baseball Commissioner League, invite your friends, and dominate your draft this season. If you're coming from another service, this is awesome. Fantrax can import any of your current leagues and customize them if needed. Among the most trusted names in fantasy sports since 2008, Fantrax gives you... uh, invites you rather to sign up today for free and if you do you're going to be entered to win an official MLB sign Fernando Tatis Jr. Ball simply go to Fantrax.com slash locked on and use the promo code Tatis that's T-A-T-I-S no accento and when you sign up that's you're going to be eligible to win an autographed baseball. Very, very cool. If there's anything lacking in your current fantasy league manager, Fantrax likely has it. Don't miss the opportunity. Again, that's an official MLB signed Fernando Tatis Jr. ball for Locked On listeners. Go to Fantrax.com slash Locked On and use the promo code Tatis. Fantrax, the home of fantasy sports. Play ball. Back here on Lockdown Angels, your first listen of the day. Steve Granato with you. Okay, so we just laid out everything good about Carlos Rodon, right? All the good stuff and all the stuff the Angels might be looking at, seeing that it's positive, the numbers that are positive, but hey, yin and yang, as we always do here on Making the Case, these are the negatives. And the negatives right there glaring in your face, injuries. He has dealt with elbow problems. He has dealt with shoulder problems. And that has been his biggest downside of his career because, I mean, let's be honest, for a baseball fan, especially an Angels baseball fan out here on the West Coast, probably never saw Carlos Rodon before this year, right? A guy that you probably were not thinking about heading into 2021, a guy that has missed significant time since 2018, right? A guy that has been on and off the IL, a guy that has um, dealt with surgeries and and injury problems and and just hasn't been able to put it together until 2021. So if you're looking at it from that case, and for everyone who was on the Robbie Ray or the Kevin Gosman camp, this is almost that same story, right? A guy that emerged, obviously bursted onto the scene with his no-hitter earlier in April. Um, So that 
that's where you can kind of draw some comparisons to some guys in that same kind of camp, right? Um, this is, again, coming from that same MLB Trade Rumors article. I'll go ahead and read it verbatim. The potential holdup on Rodon hasn't been uh, Rodon has not been effectiveness but health. He was limited to just 42 and a third innings between 2019 and 2020 because of injuries. After staying healthy for much of the 2021 campaign, Rodon wound up on the injured list with shoulder discomfort and missed a few weeks in August. So yes, the injuries are there. So if we're going to go ahead and, and jump in on that, right. And, and think, okay, the angels are going to go for it. Then it might be a lot to ask because of Noah Syndergaard also having the injury history, right? And before last year, Shohei Otani has injury history. And I'm not saying that the angels are unique in their, in their injury woes, but the, the best and brightest stars of baseball are the guys that can stay on the field as long as possible, right? And for Carlos Rodon, he has been ineffective at that. He's been unlucky. Does he want to be injured? No. No one wants to be injured. But that is something that he has had to deal with for years now. I'm going to go ahead and continue that MLB Trade Rumors article. Um, he continued to be effective upon his return, but his fastball and slider velocity both dropped a couple of ticks down the stretch. It's plausible Rodon deliberately backed off the throttle in preparation for the playoffs as the Sox had all but wrapped up the AL Central title by the end of July. Um, and they go on to say that his fastball velocity did eventually go back up uh, when he had this one start um, back in the playoffs, uh, his only postseason playoffs, but it only lasted shy of three innings. So, and, and his slider was still in the 84 mile an hour range as opposed to 85 to 87. So, the those numbers, while you know coming off of an injury, there are many of answers to say. Uh, you know, that's a one-off. Don't don't look too much into that because it's such a short stint and it, you know, doesn't isn't indicative of things moving forward. It is something in an area of concern. It is something that you need to look at and take, you know, at face value or, you know, however you want to take it, but it's information. Um so that's where the concern lies with Carlos Rodon. And that's where the concern has always uh lied with him. And, and as we know, just my last point on the negative side of thing. As we know, he's seeking a multi-year deal, right? We laid that out in the first segment. He is seeking a multi-year deal. And if you're thinking realistically of what the Angels are planning to do heading into 2022, everything we have seen aside from Loop and Iglesias, right? One-year deals. It's that one-year deal. And so this is where it gives me pause and I go, not only this year, but in recent history, the Angels have been unwilling to sign starting pitchers to lengthy contracts. I don't know if that's an arty thing. I don't know if that's just a front office mentality. But that has been the case no matter how you shake it out. So are they going to go all in on this guy? Is this the guy that they are going all in on? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Right, that's where we sit right now, and I know we're in the midst of a lockout as we're recording this. But I don't know if the Angels front office is looking at Carlos Rodon, sees the numbers from 2021, and goes convinced. Right? Are they going? Yep, convinced. That's our guy. I know that the landscape has changed because a lot of the free agents are gone, so this is one of the top guys that is left. But I don't know. How much faith do you put in 2021? It was the same situation for Robbie Ray. Look what he got in Seattle, five years. So are they looking at the exact same thing? Are they thinking, he's enough, we are convinced, sign him long term? The Angels haven't shown me that yet. 
So I don't know if they're going to this time. This episode is brought to you by Bet Online. It has you covered all season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football season continues their march to the playoffs. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with promo code locked on to receive that bonus that's locked on. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC, all the way to your Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet Online, where the game starts. All right, back here on Locked on Angels, your first listen of the day. Let's go ahead and decompress a little bit, take all the information that we have laid out, and see what we can do here, right? What are we thinking here about Carlos Rodon? And by the way, let me know in the comments section down below here on YouTube. Of course, you can always send me a tweet at Locked on Angels or call our voicemail line 714-409-6396. All those things are linked in the episode description. Are the Angels willing to go multi-years to get Carlos Rodon? Um... And I know, yes, we are in a lockout, so this is kind of moot at this point, right? But we're talking about when we get to the end of the lockout and we are ready to play baseball. There's a difference between could, should, and will. That's why we have all these words, right? There's a difference between all of them. Could the Angels sign Carlos Rodon? Duh, they got all the money in the world. Of course they could. They could do anything they want. They got Artie's got plenty of money. Should they? Should the Angels sign Carlos Rodon? Yeah, probably. Probably they should. Probably it would be a, a good bet. But let's go on the positive side. And yeah, probably. He would probably make the Angels a lot better if he's on the field healthy. Yeah. I, I'm fairly convinced after a, a nearly full 2021. Sure. Why not? He's still young. He's got an upside. And he's got great talent around him that could help him be better. Sure. Why not? They totally should, I think. Will they? That's where we run into a problem, isn't it? Will the Angels sign Carlos Rodon? I don't know. I have lost some confidence. I will be completely honest with you, as I always am. But I have lost some confidence in this front office a little bit. The way the Strowman situation shook out and how the end of the pre-lockout era ended. I don't know, man. There's just that gives me that pause right now in the Angels front office where it's very Jake Jekyll and Hyde to me. It's very strange because I'm looking at it going, Noah Syndergaard, whoa. And then I'm going, ah, Scherzer got away. Okay. Ah, Robbie Ray got away. And they go, Rysel Iglesias, got him. Yes, lock him up. Aaron Loop, got him. Strowman's gone. So it has been a roller coaster ride all the way throughout this offseason. And again, that is what's giving me pause. Do I have confidence in the Angels front office right now? Right now, right now. I have confidence in no front office because they're going to do any, you can't really do anything. But once we get out of this lockout, are the angels actually going to go out and do it? Are they going to put their quite literal money where their mouth is and actually go out and do it this time? I want to say yes, I want to. And I may, I imagine that many angels fans feel this way too. I want to say yes, right? Every fiber of my being is going, yes, is screaming from the heavens, Right. But I just can't do it yet because they haven't. It's very boy cried wolf, right? 
I can't be confident yet. I can't feel that yet that the Angels are actually going to go out, actually get pitching, and actually compete because they just haven't shown me that they're going to yet. I hope they do. Will they? I don't know. Should they? Could they? Yeah. Let me know how you feel about this down below in the comments section here on uh, YouTube. And of course, you can tweet me at Locked on Angels. Should the Angels sign Carlos Rodon? Do you think they will sign Carlos Rodon? Do you think he's the best option right now on the free agent front? Yes, I know. Luis Castillo. We will be covering that in a future episode. I know. Everyone's been yelling about me, uh, yelling at me about Luis Castillo. Um, of course, you can always call our voicemail line as well, 714-409-6396, 714-409-6396. We are always taking your voicemails, of course, for Monday Mailbags as well. Don't forget to check out my other podcast, Our Game. It's a movie, a movie it's a docu-series about baseball history. You should check it out. It's a ton of fun and great information in there. And of course, uh, Movies I Should Have Watched. It's a movie review pod- podcast with my best friend, Alex. It's a whole bunch of fun. Go check it out. I promise I can speak English over there. Um, I want to thank you for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. Check out Locked On Bets for your second listen, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets, hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. Alright guys, that's going to do it for us in today's episode of Locked on Angels. Thanks so much for checking us out. we got plenty of great stuff over here on our YouTube channel. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're closing in on 700 subscribers. Let's try and get to 1,000 by the start of the 2022 season. Thanks so much for all your support, guys. I'll check you out tomorrow. We're still five days a week. We go to three times a week starting on December 20th. But until then, I'm Steve Granato. Later.